Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Bucker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. This third episode was written by Jason Cahill and Justin Doble, directed by Wayne Chi Yip. I gave it a 9.2 out of 10. I enjoyed it, even though some other scenes were preferable to... Let's just say I enjoyed what was going on in Numenor and with the dwarves more so than I cared about what was happening in the Southlands. There's just about, I mean, even though Arendelle does, that is named Aaron Deer, does his best to carry that story, it is being carried by his weight alone. And it could have been more intriguing if we got more of Adar, but we didn't. And I could care less about the people of Southlands. I just, I, I find them all to be very disinteresting. <laughs> Maybe in time they will warm up to me, but for right now, I could care less. Before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well well please please like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for lord of the rings it's already wrapped up but we're only on episode three of like couch at gmail.com no spoilers or you can leave a comment below we begin the episode with queen muriel she's blessing babies in numineer's court when things begin to rattle as a great wave tsunami kills her and that baby she was holding but it was all a dream wake up motherfucker wake your ass up you motherfucker it's time to go to work bitch out in them streets tamar complains about the elf and her friend already starting shit because neither could bother to do as they were told and the queen is seen as being entirely too polite to her allowing her a audience it's been like one day arian is listening and i feel like her only relevance right now is the fact that she's uh i don't know zaddy's zaddy sexy's daughter farazan because the names just keep on coming on why the fuck would anyone name anyone this i don't care if that's what the book did y'all need to like shorten this shit (laughs) farazan he's a politician and the chancellor with ambitions to be much more he tells his son kimmon that cleverness is for people with small ambitions and he would hope that his son would be wiser than that get out of here you meanie did he say we have a squall we have a problem it's the vocal opposition to the crown happening in the square with very little to support it he's like they're gonna take our jobs they're gonna take our pay and i'm like what the fuck very easily the chancellor is able to sway the crowd that y'all getting all up in arms over one elf ain't we more badass than that and if that's all it's gonna take us down then clearly we're not men we're children and then he assures everyone after the speech with free shots. Everybody! 
the way in which he gave the guy tamar like a handshake i think this all was set up that's why he was like don't call out my name i'm doing backyard deals and i don't need anybody to be brought to that attention yeah idiot but it's a smart play if he did put that all in play just for that just to say i get what everybody's upset about but hey i'm coming out from the crown to be the other voice of that the crowd turns they're still with him he's very much a people person galadriel puts forth her proposition for an alliance based on very flimsy evidence and her belief that the man in the dungeons is no mere mortal but the king of the southlands without even an apology for her own or his actions man you know what i'm tired of you i'm tired of this shit girl i know you are a fighter and not a politician but manners are something i think yo elvin ass could use i think they were taught to you you just don't know how to use them because you're just not inclined to do so it's not how you've led your life but i wanted to smack her in her face when she gets denied and then starts attacking Muriel's authority as regent demanding an audience with the king she tossed her ass in the dungeons on sedition congratulations you played yourself does she not hear herself when she talks oh this person i happened to be rescued from in the middle of the sea mind you i've already been told to fuck off about this whole entire thing from my own people i mean you act like that's not a factual thing you've been you've had your your leadership taken away they sent you away and then you decided to come back then this random person you met for all of 24 to 40 hours you're just like you know what you make my 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 insides feel warm and my lady parts tingly and thus the way you carry yourself you must be a king because i saw something that was around your your neck like you like like he couldn't have stole that the funniest bit is when ellendale when she's like oh and i'm sure ellendale is a is a something like he's the prince of something he's like no i'm just a petty lord baby isodor is doing the one thing he hates more than anything which is being out on the sea applying for the sea guard he wants to go wherever a woman's voice whispers to him to go out in the west causing him to be kicked out of the sea guard when he deliberately sabotages himself and his friends also bear the brunt of his petty selfish ass actions and i already can see where this is going to lead i'm very greedy his friends are understandably pissed well actually one is pissed the other is physically ill and he was right like oh i'll just call my father and have him fix it just like you to get kicked out of something you never earned in the first place i wanted to be there if you didn't want to be there don't show the fuck up i'm about to end this man's whole career his friend said all you've ever done is whine and i believe that i believe it completely because his father said the same thing i keep getting you somewhere and all you want to do is wanderlust but you don't even have a goal in that adar is an elf with a special connection to orcs we find out back where arendir is being held they see him as their father at least they call him father they then clear out after one orc dies arendir wants to know who he is as their common ancestry is revealed 
he is only interested adar that is in giving cryptic statements about he is on arendelle the outside looking in they lied to you they told you so many lies that we gotta flip the world over over to make it truth yeah that sounds like you're in a cult he tells him to go to the watchtower and give a message to the people residing there and because he wants to go check up on his girl he decides not to go out in a blaze of attempted glory with his shiv like he's got a big fucking knife you got that little ass shiv i'm not saying i don't have faith in you saying is this really the moment i wonder why he was let go and not everybody else because there was other ones there but then again i'm thinking plot brownwin invites more into the watchtower everyone from every village has decided to take residence here Wahlberg immediately proves to be a prick while theo feels the need to prove his manhood in front of everyone already undermining his mom they have some coof i hate men who stand there and go well what do you want me to do about it if you don't have a solution shut the fuck up if you're not me if you're not doing anything shut the fuck up don't ask me how we gonna figure it out and then if it don't if you're not coming up with plans i don't need to hear from you and then after that moment of her being a woman taking charge here her own fucking 12 year old gnat of a son gonna try to tell her well i should do this and i should do that we should go it was a good idea but it's like let's try to do the less like we're not there we're not in the desperate times yet we probably will be and i don't understand why she didn't tell i mean i guess you can't make grown-ass men go and do something right but i do feel that someone out there besides the 12 year olds would be brave if they just put it to them i did like her response you can either help me or you can make it harder but you cannot do both i don't understand how they let two kids go out for a gene <laughs> without telling anyone just when theo might be successful he proves that his mother knows he's a fuck up because he's too damn cocky like we got enough we got at least enough for right now let's not over extend ourselves we already got this lucky rowan didn't want to take them chances and stayed outside and when it got dark he said fuck this shit i'm out Mm-mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out nope fuck this shit i'm out all right then i don't know what the fuck just happened but i don't really care i'ma get the fuck up out of here i don't blame him one bit you know there's tunnels idiot in dark places oh and now the orc knows his dumbass has the sword and you stuck in a well selim brimbor and elron admire the partnership of elves and men on the forge during his mia and he sends elron to figure out why elron goes to disa to ask about his whereabouts but he knows he's been given the run around he calls her out for deception however she makes it clear there's a line she won't cross and that's her husband's confidence so he better find another way she was getting a little annoyed and i could tell not only with the problem child in the back room she was like greeta 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 that ain't for you get a whooping you bet 
You better hit the nanny before you get a whooping. But also, you subtly calling me a liar in my own home, and that's not, that's not, that's not cool. That's not to be warned, sir. She tells her husband about Elrond being suspicious. He praises her quick thinking and flirts about what they're gonna do in bed later. You talk dirty to me. I love the way she took her cape and switched it for like no reason because she's a boss ass bitch. Elrond with his elf ears and eyes hears it all. He confronts Durin, who is suspicious he was sent there all along in order to figure out what the dwarves were doing but he swears on a rock never to tell a soul about their discovery of mithril and has them keep a peace for their friendship and the whole time he was making that that oath i was like fuck i know dwarves and men had problems from lord of the rings elrond did you break this shit did you break your promise he gonna break his promise i don't want him to break his promise and if he does he uh, and i was just now starting to like you elrock the first two episodes i was like you you don't seem like the guy from like you seem way too young i don't know it's just too much was not working for me but in this episode i kind of felt you a little bit so don't you deceive them because i love y'all friendship a cave-in has Duran rescuing his fellow kin even though this scene was a little sloppy with him going into the the thing and then you see him following behind and then the next minute you know homegirls just singing <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> back in numenor kimmy continues to charm ari uh green to do chores in exchange for dinner so she waking making her way up through the ranks by being pretty galadriel thinks pacing will get her way in her cell while hallbrand explains you have to find the queen's fear and actually use some i don't know tactic when you're talking to her instead of insulting her the people that live here the queen comes in with the chancellor that says that or not the queen the queen has sent the chancellor to tell her that she's going to be escorted off the island but instead she beats up the guards and makes her way to the king all smug and it's irritating the chancellor's like uh i can't just let her go you can if you know where she's going (laughs) it's like i don't want to fight because i don't want to get my ass whooped you still need to take one for the team arian explains that she had a date to her brother isidore in town and chastises her brother who only now afterwards feels shame for his deliberate actions all to do what he wants but now he can't go do what he wants because he did it shittily but you were already doing that i don't know why you just don't go fuck off somewhere galadriel breaks in the palace how she scaled the fucking wall i will not even think about too heavily and really acted surprised muriel was there with guards outside tell me how did you know bitch you seem determined at least she felt like an ass when she realized people don't know what the king that the king is ill but really you need to settle down and mind your business okay i did like the stare off because it proves that muriel isn't one to back down she's not intimidated by galadriel it's nothing that she's doing that's pushing her towards it's only when she says forgive me she actually starts showing that she's a human being 
and saying okay i understand maybe we need to get a little bit more transparent between us i don't understand why at least explain to me why the the relationship between elves and men why we were allies once and we are no longer allowed to be allies why does everybody in the street hate me and i think that's a fair thing to ask but you could have asked it a while ago instead of demanding an army like first know your audience and where you're at and then and then we can talk more so this plea does get muriel to show her where the palinur is that what it's called is she says that uh her father used to be an advocate but then all of a sudden he turned on any relationship he made numenor a isolated island and when he tried to then because i was getting very confused on this story when he then tried to reconnect with the whole uh elven thing or maybe he just decided to do that because because what his constituents want i don't know i was a little off by the wording here but everyone in the kingdom is not going to allow they believe in their gods she believes in their gods she may in her heart be sympathetic towards elves but i have a whole kingdom that i have to think about i can't just go out willy-nilly she ends up showing her the vision of the waves she's like that is the future of numenor uh i love that it showed exactly where muriel was in her dream how it goes down and she tells her you can't allow this fear to to decide for you and palinors can tell different fates it's not sealed in stone she's like oh it started when you showed up she does make a good point well what if you not helping me is the thing that condemns you and i was like well you don't have any evidence one way or the other so it's a good point but it doesn't help anything to further your point and while she does as she states my heart is with you yes we both know what it's like to carry these huge burdens that only we can see but i that's not enough to string a a society for and you keep on acting like i can't be rebelled against and replaced and people not following what i want them to do like that's an option uh just as she declines her the next morning she watches as she leaves they share that very long I tried so hard and got so far But in the end, it doesn't even matter But alas, she's turned away And even though I think Galadriel is frustrated with Muriel She respects her on, like, you know, you know you're on mine You're a strong woman You're in control You're in power I have to respect that you are just as intelligent as I with the decisions that you are making. However, just as she's walking away to tell everyone what her decision was to send the elf away, the tree, their petals start to fall. I did enjoy the look between the chancellor, but particularly between, because I am shipping them, <laughs> Muriel and Elendil, Elendil um because they all understood the gravity of that situation she explains how their religion basically 
tells us to follow the signs of this and because we all know that you going away is what caused the tree to fall leaves that must mean that helping you is the right thing to do i've gotten a sign from the gods we all saw it including the chancellor so we are going she says she herself and a group of men are going to escort galadriel to the southlands to see for themselves what what the deal is is there really a threat here is there really not a threat here and then the people that are volunteering is those that want to go and help protect the queen i like when you put it like that like she was able to sell it perfectly to them like you know what i don't trust this person but i've gotten a sign that maybe i need to look into matters a little bit further now that that's occurred um yeah i like that isadora volunteers as well as his other two friends why did arian look so surprised maybe because everyone's leaving her to go uh out to the southlands and she's being left behind but i don't know am i supposed to care about her i don't not even a little bit let's go back to the the uh, the dwarves they uh after the mining thing disa does her singing things i guess she she sings to get the rocks to release the people who still have breath in them and it works because all four of the miners are alive and have been rescued she apologizes for lying to ellen elron uh, and he says no you were being a ride or die and that requires no apology uh, she wonders that you know maybe her husband could have been hurt if he was still in the shaft he comes in and we learn that his father has shut down all of the mining henceforth he's pissed about it he hopes he never talks to him again he uh he just doesn't like being in the direction of his father his wife tries to get him to calm down and see reason but it's elron who's able to get through to his friend in this moment by sharing the fact that like damn his uh his deeds were so great that they made him the evening star and every time he looks up he's like yeah so hi dad <laughs> it's been a year daddy i really really miss you mommy says you went to the store to get milk anyways Disa asks how they met and despite all the stories where he says that he saved Elrond Elrond's like there was three and they was after him and he thought he was a child that should have me dying so he tried to save him and then he goes to his father and he says look I was angry I was proud can you forgive me that's Peter Mullen that plays his father I didn't catch that the first time but the king says look i'm always with you even when we're in anger there's nothing to forgive basically you're my son and you know i have the benefit of be able to to mold you and that's what i'm doing because i didn't get that benefit either right like our ancestors usually ones that we have to go through for counsel i'm able to give that to you as my son and what i liked even more is he says Durin wants me to go with him should I accept he's like do you think that he's not here for like he wasn't sent here on a mission he's like oh yeah no I don't think he was here for that which he wasn't and that's factual that's meaning he won't betray him in the end and he says what does your instincts tell you about 
going there and he's like because something the fuck is up and he's like good then you're right like for all that i'm yelling at you i'm teaching you something and you are learning it despite how back and forth we go on things i thought that was a very very nice element to the dwarves they're becoming well not becoming they are my faves lastly let's talk about the orc situation because you knew you knew because uh they gonna come back after hunting talking about when well, we only got four birds so maybe your son was right i'm like y'all spent all day hunting yeah maybe two of y'all could have went to fucking town that wasn't that fucking hard uh and the other boy shows up at the gate with the food and then everybody just free-for-alls and takes like no one thinks to maybe conserve this so that we can ration no everybody just free-for-alls she's more concerned about her son uh correctly and of course i knew just as that dumbass boy was about to be attacked or killed by an orc that aaron Dare was gonna show up the best part about this scene is when they was running through the forest and he caught that fucking arrow and shot it back i wonder why 40 other orcs that was out there were not shooting arrows could that be a, a way easier way to take down your your peeps but but alas but alas <laughs> i will say it went on maybe a few few minutes to like the like the brown situation when she showed up he's like mother there's nobody got time for all that you ain't got time to hug your baby's uh head it's run motherfucker run everybody run there we're outnumbered we have to outrun them there is no time to, to 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 do any of that to do any of that but they get to safety brown was there i will give her she had her uh what do you call those um damn it they're to cut grass but she had hers in her hand she was ready to do battle for her son as any mother would and then they get back to the the watchtower and she thanks him and he says well i have a message from from adar that basically either we give up our claims to these lands and bend the knee or he is gonna take us all out and you know maybe it's time for us to move to a different place (laughs) would be my exact reaction (laughs) but uh there's another scene where Wahlberg sees exactly what it is that dumbass has he sees the sword he's like you know about the dark lord sauron and adar is informed of the situation so whether they surrender or not he's definitely gonna want what he wants and i have a feeling that Wahlberg is going to turn bitch snitch bitch because he's that type of person he cares only about him and he's talking about keep that keep that boy you you never know when you're gonna need that i'm like oh you gonna you gonna need it you gonna you gonna need it so bad that is the conclusion of the episode and its events i'm pretty sure there's not much that i did miss but if i did reach out to me in the feedback session we got none of the uh none of the the little people i know that's not their name but i can't think of it right now and that's okay that's 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 okay because those aren't my favorite either other than is that is that gandalf who is sauron whose guy is adar sauron i feel like do we ever see him 
like we only saw him in that metal outfit so i i don't know and thus far i haven't seen any we're only three episodes in who could possibly be oh uh criminal was let out of his cage <laughs> i really need to do better with these names <laughs> but that's all i got <laughs> until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic <laughs>